1: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He's Big Chris Newton. And we come at you every week talking about the latest and greatest when it comes to the topic of the Buffalo Bills. The man sitting in the air chair across from me, that is Big Newt himself. Big Chris Newton. How are you today, man? Man. man. Uh, I figured.
1: Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I know this is a Bills podcast, but I mean, once again, I keep it one hundred with you all. I I figured when Notre Dame knocked off number four Clemson that I don't, I don't get this lucky. So I'm just like, man, watch Buffalo lose. And sure enough, we <laughs> lost, dude. And I know y'all probably think, that's stupid. Oh, you love Notre Dame more than Buffalo. No, nah, man. I mean, that's just the way it works out, dude. Like, <laughs> my sports fortunes. I mean, yeah. When Notre Dame get a big win, I just knew it wouldn't be a great weekend for Buffalo. So It's just like in Seinfeld.
0: You're yeah. up, he's down. He's down, you're up. You yeah. know who you are?
1: Even Steven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, life balances. And so, yeah, Notre Dame had a big win against Clemson. And uh, to the much chagrin of Buffalo, we took a tough loss. But we're okay, man. It's, I mean, only thing is, I mean, everybody don't get down. It's just we lost a little wiggle room in the standings. But we're still at the top of the AFC East Tide with the tiebreaker. Uh, so.
0: That's true. And if I'm looking at – NFL rankings, and I I have to arbitrarily rank the teams. Well, I should say subjectively rank the teams. I probably would pull the Bills out of the top spot and put the Eagles there at this point. But we're quibbling over like one through three right now. Right. You know? So, again, this is a far cry from when people used to get upset that the team was ranked 30th and they thought the team should be ranked 24th. 24th. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's bullcrap!
0: We're getting disrespected! (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so in in this episode, we have to look at what went wrong, but also the potential to right the ship against what is looking like a very good team coming up on Sunday in the Minnesota Vikings. And you know, there's a couple places to look at where things went off the rails for for the Buffalo Bills. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about how my weekend went off the rails. Okay. Something I have never done before. Here I am in my mid, almost late 40s. For the first time in my life, I went and played paintball. Oh. For a buddy's 40th birthday. Have you ever played paintball? No. Okay. So here is my first discovery. It hurts. They hurt. (laughs) When you get hit, they leave welts. Now, we go rolling in there and like I said, a bunch of us old guys. And the the scenario that we were most afraid of is that we were going to show up and there were going to be a bunch of teenage ringers waiting for us. And that is exactly what happened. We show up and they basically put everybody together in a group and then split it up. But this group of teens had been there all day and they were talking shit right out of the gate like, oh, they have rental equipment. Put them on the other team. And it's like, uh-oh. They own their own equipment. Oh, geez. And they were talking smack. I, I can I can tell you that we were just straight up intimidated by these kids. It's was like, oh, no. What is going to happen out there? Their guns are more accurate. You know what the big difference is? Reaction time. Oh, right. <laughs> right. They lit us up. I am so bruised up and sore. It's ridiculous. And yet, I had a great time. You should try it. You're a big target, by the way.
1: There would yeah. be a lot for people to shoot at if you were out there. <laughs> no, I'm not too stealthy. Yeah. They had their own guns. Yeah. Okay, so you knew right then when they had their own. It's like people play pool. like. Yeah. They, the people who got the little sticks that they give you at the pool, no, they, they bring out Betsy. They got a name for their pool stick. You know, you just need to walk away. Yeah, <laughs> they had all their own masks and goggles and
0: like refill containers. And I'm hearing them shoot, and it's like, and that's like one person. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my. this is gonna be terrible. They but, have automatic weapons in paintball, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, the I last game we played was capture the flag, which, sure. you know, you, you go down, you get the, the flag, you return it to your own side. I end up with the flag, right? And I start booking it, but it's uphill. And I get halfway up the hill and I duck down behind a barricade and this dude is like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm so out of breath, I can't run anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're going to have to take it from here, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm so out of breath. I can't run anymore. <laughs> I am so soft. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Yeah. At least you didn't quit. I mean, you gave it your all, man. So that's- <laughs> Well, I basically did at that point. I'm like, if I keep going, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to die. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that'd be messed up, dude. You ever think about that, man? What if you, that's your last day, man? You went out playing paintball, like, man, what happened to Jamie, man? He was running up this hill, man, captured a flag, and, you know, he had (laughs) had a heart attack, man. Yeah, I I know. (laughs) That ain't ain't a good way to go out, bro. Like, that's why I stopped playing basketball, dude. What's. We used to play basketball. We were up there with the teachers on Fridays, man. This dude his Achilles, man. I was like, yeah, this is it for me. Because I was like, I could just imagine that would be my big ass right there. And just tear the ACL a tear my Achilles, play and pick pickup basketball. I was like, I feel like
0: a Well, is. the Achilles is a really common injury for middle-aged dudes. Yeah. When I was doing CrossFit, which I did for about six weeks before, I very predictably hurt myself. <laughs> they were doing box jumps and they're like, dude, don't jump off the box, step down. I'm like, why? They're like Achilles injuries. I'm like, what about them? They're like, you're old. I'm like, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like if you get hurt, you at least you want a cool story to go, well, what happened to you? I'm rushing my Achilles. Doing what? I was jumping down off a box. Like, <laughs> like I know. And I remember we used to play pickup all the time. My dad used to be like, man, y'all too old to be. And this is when we were like in our 30s. He's like, y'all too old. Y'all ain't no kids no more, man. Y'all better quit playing basketball. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? We ain't number 30 years old. But now now I'm knocking on 50. I know what he's talking about, man. No way, bro. Yeah. We could play pig. (laughs) Don't push it
0: and wear sensible shoes. That's the advice of the day. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, dude. So did you get the flag up the hill? Uh the other guy got it all the way up the hill. Oh, so you won. Yeah, we we won and I crawled my way back <laughs> up to the top. <laughs> I crawled,
1: <laughs> crawled the victory. Oh my god. That is hilarious. But,
0: but I I don't know how victorious I feel because I have so many nasty bruises on me. Hey. And, and we all did and my wife was like You guys had fun? I'm like, yep. He's like, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Will you do it again? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I will. So question for you that pertains to the Buffalo Bills. I saw, I think it was Nate Geary post on uh, Twitter that after the Bills lose, he really doesn't want to consume any Bills content for a few
1: days. Is that you? Yes. And I I thought about that, too, because I'm like, okay, what am I going to say? I really haven't, like, usually I listen to Nate Geary, the post-game show, and all that, and Sal Capaccio. I didn't listen to any of that. I don't want to hear it. I mean, I watched the game. I could disseminate the information, but, and we probably shouldn't say that because then people probably won't listen to us. (laughs) 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 You know, but that's why we, that's why I feel like we bring something different, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I, I didn't. When we win, I listen to everything. We lose. I need a couple of days. I didn't watch any more football. And I don't know why that's so. I don't know why. When, when the Bills lose, I can't watch anymore. I went and did something else. I don't know. I don't know what we did. But I didn't watch. I haven't watched any football since four o'clock on Sunday. It used
0: to not be that way for me back when I expected the Bills to lose. Mm-hmm. When I expected the Bills to lose and they did it didn't affect me in the slightest. And now I have like this weird emotional upheaval where I want to get away from the source of the angst, which is the game of
1: football. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it, man. And and it's like, cause you, I think it's because you see the hot, when you watch other games, And then the highlights of the halftime and all that stuff, the post-game show, they're just going to show the Jets celebrate. And this was like their Super Bowl. They're so happy. Oh, the way they celebrated? Yeah, it definitely was. You know, and I was like, I just don't want to see it. And it it, it, it ain't like being a bad sport. It's just, no, I mean, you all won. But, I mean, you know, and then it didn't help how we played. I mean, Josh Allen played bad. And it's like. He did. And. That's something that we need to get into.
0: We now have six consecutive quarters of Josh Allen crap in the bed out there. Yeah. Throwing and, four horrendous
1: interceptions. Dude, and the in first one was yeah, that's sugar high Josh. I'm sorry. People don't want to say it, but that's that was horrible. Like, to be honest with you, and I'm I'm gonna give you a hot take. When I saw that interception, I feel like it's this is fixed. I'm like, you can't tell. Jalen would not throw that pass that he threw. He was running. He was scrambling to the right. And then, I forget, was that Isaiah McKenzie along the boundary? Mm-hmm. um, And then he just threw it and, like, it was nowhere near the receiver. He just threw it straight to the DB. And I'm like, mm-hmm. just throw it away. You know what I'm saying? I just... I, that was frustrating. That was almost maddening. And then, Granny, I get it, man. Just Allen has been superb. He has been the whole team of offense. I just... For sort the of life of me, I just don't understand why you throw that pass. I just I don't get it, But Right. And we had been saying all along that the Bills need
0: to find something else on offense because it can't be the Josh Allen show every single week because what right. we're seeing right. is the natural ebb and flow of the season where players go into slumps. Yeah. And they have to be able to win when Josh Allen isn't at his best. And he clearly hasn't been for a game and a half. They I need agree. to
1: be able to pull it out. I agree. And people don't want to hear it, but let's just tell the truth. Zach Wilson played better than him. We did. Uh, Zach Wilson QB rating was one-on-one. Josh Allen's was 46.8. Yeah. I mean, so not granted, Josh Allen threw for 205 yards, 50, it was 50 some completion percentage in the 50s, but then he rushed for 86 yards, almost 10 yards to carry average and had two touchdowns. That's great, but look at everybody else. But it, it doesn't win you the game, clearly. It, that's not going to win. And, that and, and, and that and, and doesn't win you the game.
0: All right. Anyway. So, I have been thinking about this, and it's been building to this point. What is the one common thread of every game this season, including the ones that they they won by wide margins? What is the common thread? What have I said every week of this season? Is it popping into mind or should I just tell you?
1: What is the common thread of every game this season?
0: I turnovers. have complained that the team has been sloppy in every single game. Mm. And it finally caught up to them. So here's the, the take I, I'm going to put on this. I believe it's time to question the coaching. Coaches affect a game in three different ways. It's through teaching and refining technique, game planning, and then in-game management. What you are seeing out there, Josh Allen, on at least three of his throws that I counted, his mechanics were way off. Do you remember a, a a throw toward the end of the game where there were two crossing patterns? There's Stefan Diggs, and then Khalil Shakir was yes, trailing. Yes, was yeah. And you couldn't tell who that ball he, was. He didn't being know
1: who it to. to him, yeah. And
0: why did that happen? Because his Josh Allen's base was pointing to the left, but his throw was trying to go to the right. You're seeing Josh Allen try to do a lot more strange arm slot throws. Was he's trying to throw sidearm a, a lot more often. He's rarely accurate when he does that. He has gotten away from the technique that made him a good thrower. You have Gabriel Davis out there clapping at footballs, trying to catch them, mm-hmm. and the ball's hitting him in the face. We, we had two or even three plays where Gabriel Davis let the ball into his body and dropped it. Yep. You have... Jordan Phillips running around out there trying to light people up with just the shoulder and not wrapping people up. Oh, my God. You have defensive linemen getting out of their gaps.
1: That's coaching, man. That's fair, man. That's a good observation. I, I mean, just hitting on each point, man, the tackling was horrendous. Yep. The tackling was so bad, dude, and... Granted, we only lost twenty to seventeen, but you're right. I mean, and you're gonna really well, that's Captain Obvious. We didn't play well, so we lose, but you add up those things and and, and the offensive line, I mean, three, four mm-hmm. rushes and we still giving up sacks. Yeah. And it's just and then I look at once again, James Cook. See, one thing I do like about us losing is now I could be critical without people saying, Oh, shut up. Oh, now you're gonna listen, right? I've been saying it forever. James Cook is a luxury. We had three running backs, but you draft somebody in the second round, you could fix the offensive of line in one draft. Mm-hmm. You can fix the offensive of line. You should have drafted another guard. You should have drafted another tackle that was better than Spencer Brown and Quisenberry. Um, uh, Mitch Morris is playing cool, but you could draft the, uh, a a guard like you could fix an offensive of line. Mm -hmm. in my opinion, but you decided to get a luxury You Oh, well, we take the best player available. No, you need to fix holes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, see, so I don't know. I
0: I also want to point to the in-game management a little bit here. When you set a game plan and it's not going your way, when it's blowing up in your face, you have to adjust, right? Yes. So the Jets were running the ball down the Bills' throat. Their time of possession was ridiculous in that game. And the Bills stayed in nickel. Why would you stay in nickel when you've got Zach Wilson, who has been terrible this season, but the running backs are running well? Michael Carter averaged 6.3 yards per carry. He looked really good out there. Yeah, he did. So why are you not putting another big body on the field?
1: I'm just thinking that they don't have faith in their anything but their nickel defense. It so that makes me wonder. Like it. So that makes me wonder with Matt Milano out. Did you have did you have uh trepidation about uh Manikavich being in the game? Did you have trepidation about uh Spectre being in the game? You're already uh you're already starting uh, Bernard, so... Well, it would have been Terrell Dodson, would have been the next off the bench. Terrell Dodson, right. So do you have trepidation about putting those guys in? You know? and But but what the optimist uh, Bill Fair is going to say is, well, if we would have had Matt Milano and if we would have had uh, Jordan Poirier, they wouldn't have ran the ball on us like that. You know? And well, that, and that sure. could be true. And that could be true, but I agree. If you're going nickel, like we, that's what we do. We go nickel. And so they rather win and lose a draw with going nickel because they feel like, I guess they feel like having two linebackers in there that's not a starter level people be, you know, a hindrance. So
0: basically, what you're saying is Taron Johnson is a better run defender than another. Linebacker and Taron Johnson, who weighs 192 pounds, is going to be better than a guy who weighs 230 against the run.
1: No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that might be what they believe, right? But right, I I know that's that's what they're saying. Yeah, and it's funny you brought him up because he did get folded up in the what was that third fourth quarter? Yeah, he took you know he got injured so. I I don't know. That's something i will be eager to, you know, ask him as a coach staff, but I would. I would mm-hmm. like, you know, they're running the ball down our throats. You would think you'd get another linebacker in the game, so.
0: Right. So in-game adjustments goes back to game management, and we saw it against Green Bay, and you could make the excuse against Green Bay, hey, look, run the ball all day. We're up. Right. Let's just Let's just make sure the Hall of Fame quarterback doesn't go nuts on us. Right. But that is not what the Bills were playing against in the no. Jets. They were playing against a dude who had his best game in two years. Yeah. And the reason he had such a good game is because the Bills' defense was totally off balance. And let's give credit where it's due. The Jets had a good game plan, and they played a nearly
1: flawless game. They did. They did. But it looked tough. But they're not just that we grew up knowing, man. Just, we knew it. Jess got a great – they got a good defense. Yep. Their defensive front gets after it. Uh, Sauce Garner, which we're going to talk about later in the show, I mean, he had a good game. I mean, they they got a good team, man. Like, But we said and we, we knew early in the year that we were going to take losses in our division. Mm-hmm. And so we were not going to run away with this, man. But you're right. This comes down to – what are you going to do when Josh Allen is a Superman? Now, did he play horrendous? I mean, he 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 described it as him playing like shit. And you're right. For him, that's a shit game. But dang, he still had almost 300 yards of offense. Well, he did, yes. <laughs> you but know, if you're only completing
0: 50% of your passes, throwing two interceptions, getting sacked five
1: times, you're, you're hurting your team. But when I'm... Yes. He was not MVP caliber, right? Okay, For good least, point. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like and yeah. once again, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate now. We we all agree that he played like ish. All right. But I mean, he still moved the ball. We still put up 17 points. It isn't like like Tyrod Taylor. Like that day would I can't say that. I'm not gonna shit on Tyrod like that. Tyrod, Taylor, that that is a career game for Tyrod. Take away the uh, two interceptions. Yeah, Tyrod Ty- would not
0: have thrown the interception. Tyrod thir- is not going to throw, throw the throw ball two interceptions.
1: he Interceptions. He's not going to throw two interceptions, but he's not going to give you three hundred yards of offense either.
0: No, he's not. He's g- he's <laughs> going to give you two hundred total.
1: Right. He's going to give you two hundred total yardage. That that's you. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to trying to say. Mm-hmm. You know. But you're right. Those two interceptions. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. So what are you gonna do when he's not playing like Superman? You know, and it's like we gotta be able to, other guys gotta be able to make plays. It can't be all on his back.
0: A hundred percent true. And the Bills could not get the running game going. No. Which which is frustrating. Yeah. Um yeah. Devin Singletary had eight carries for 24 yards. James Cook, four. For 15 yards. Isaiah McKenzie, the one bright spot.
1: He had a nine-yard run. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. Uh, yeah. We rushed you, for 134 yards and 86 them was Josh Allen. And everybody said, well, you can win the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, but you're going to get lumps. on." It. And, and, and are we still contenders? Yes. Oh, yes. absolutely. We're still contenders. Um, one thing I can say is with him playing the way he has been the last couple of weeks, where I feel like he was the favorite for the MVP, I don't think that's that's so right now. I think you're right.
0: I, yeah, I think you're right that he played him played himself out of it. Yeah, right now. I mean,
1: it's, he could get it back. It, it's it's how you finish the season too. Yeah. That
0: has a lot to do with it.
1: Yeah, but the fact that he uh, he we don't know what's going on with his elbow now. That's scary, right? Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> I
0: actually um, had a problem with my ulnar nerve in my elbow. And the interesting issue about that is it, it causes your arm to hurt on the inside, the inside of your elbow, and it goes all the way down into your hand. Mm-hmm. And what it really causes is is a loss of strength. So if that's bothering him, if the nerve or the ligament or tendon, whatever it is, is bothering him right now, it's going to make a difference in his ability to grip the ball. However, right after doing that, he uncorked uh, doing that, meaning getting hit on the elbow. He uncorked the longest throw in the NFL in the last six years. Yeah. 69.3 yards in the air.
1: Yeah.
0: And it hit Gabriel Davis in the face. In the freaking face. (laughs) And people going, oh, that's defensive pass interference. Don't care. Yeah, he got to make a play, dude. Don't care. Your quarterback just launched the ball all the way downfield with a bum elbow and you let it hit you in the face
1: and drop it. So, with that being said, should we go out to OBJ?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's very clear that the Bills do not have the production at receiver that they've had in years past. If you go back to last year, I know that Emmanuel Sanders wasn't the same after he got hurt, but he was very good at the beginning of the year. And you could always count on Cole Beasley moving the chains, getting that, you know, seven yard slant or, or whatever it was underneath. And right now it sort of seems like it's Stefan Diggs and a whole bunch of guys that are just guys right now. Uh, Occasionally Gabriel Davis gets behind the defense and that's awesome. I love the big plays, but his career catch rate is only 54%. Hmm. So he does drop the ball on occasion. Khalil Shakir, you know, is he mature enough to step it up? Because they do need something else on the field right now. It's 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 been clear all season, even though they've been playing great. You know, it's it's Josh to
1: Stefan. Yeah, yeah. I just need OBJ to hurry up and make a decision. I'm tired of this watch thing. He was injured. You know, like he can't participate for at least another three weeks. That's fine, but I'm I'm ready for it to get on with. Either we, you know, <laughs> it's like dating. It's like, come on, man, what are we doing? Either poop or get off the pot. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I'm just tired of hearing it. Talk like it's like the OBJ sweepstakes. Yeah, I know he came out with a top four or five. They talking about us, Kansas City Giants, Dallas. And the Rams are in contention for him. I just want want him to make a decision. Yeah, I just don't want it to be the Chiefs. I know, right? But he might be he might be slow playing to see who really got the opportunity to win this thing.
0: I mean, well, I mean, if you're him, there's there's no reason not to slow play it, unless you're looking for a long term contract, and that could be that that could pull that that could throw a wrench into the whole thing thing. Right. Let me try that again. That could throw a wrench into the whole thing if he's looking to sign a long-term contract in November or December.
1: Yeah. Because the Bills don't have the funds for it. Yeah. What do you think about this weekend? What do you think about the Minnesota game?
0: I'm glad you brought that up. They're tough. They're good. Their defense isn't what it's been in years past, but when you have skill position players like they've got, you're going to put up a fight against anybody. They make Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins look good.
1: Yeah. <sighs> what, what are your I, thoughts? I just it all begins and ends with. I mean, I know once again, Captain Obvious. It begins and ends with Josh Allen. If he ain't right, we ain't got a chance. True. And Let's assume he plays. Is Matt Milano and Joe Poirier playing? Because I feel like we need them. Like, maybe we could do without one, but I just feel like we didn't play well without two. And so I need to know if they're going to be ready. But, mm. yeah. It, 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 don't it will feel definitely good. make a difference. It don't no. feel good. I feel like the Vikings is better than the Jets.
0: The Vikings are definitely better than the (laughs) Jets,
1: So I don't feel good about it. And that's okay. I mean, it isn't like, oh, what was me? The season's down and drain. But once again, like you said earlier in the show, seasons are ebbs and flows. So hopefully we can rebound. But if you talk of Josh Allen banged up, Matt Milano might not play. Joel Poya might not play. We don't know what their status is. I don't see us. No. I don't see it. But if we're mm. healthy and yeah, I mean, I think we can rebound and get the win, and that'll put us right back on track. You know, we played right. a tough Jets team, tough Vikings team, so if we can split that. That'd be awesome. That would be good. Well, you know, going back to
0: something I've said many times over, I always anticipate that teams are going to split in the division. Right. I, I had a loss to the Jets figured into my final. Record. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've lost on the road to two division teams. Yep. Now they got to win them at home. Yeah. And the Bills are still going to end up twelve and five. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's still 12, fair.
0: Twelve and five, you can get the number one seed in the division. Twelve and five, you can get the number three seed in the division and still win the Super Bowl.
1: Hmm. I totally agree. Are you worried? I'm worried about Josh Allen's arm. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like like you called it. I mean, our team is what it is. The coaching shortcomings is there. Our running game is nil. Our offensive line is meh and run blocking. So can you still win a Super Bowl? Yes, but Josh Allen has to play like the best player on the planet.
0: Yep, which he's clearly
1: and, and not doing right Right now. now. And so that's why we lost. But and, it, and it sucks to blame him because football is the ultimate team sport. So I don't want all the Josh Allen, you know, people to be like, oh, you just better him right to I, I get it, man. You're going to support your guy to the end. You know, thick as thieves. I get it. But it's, it, it, the formula, man, it, it's, it's hard to depend on one person. Mm-hmm. And how often does that work out for you? That's all. Just like when I always say about him getting hit, like the way, and I, and I, it's funny because I talk about this to all the Bills fans. I talk, it scares the living bejeebies out of me, the amount of hits he takes. Yeah. Because it just feels like this is going to be Cam Newton again. You're going to go from MVP to out the league. And I keep saying that, and everybody's like, oh, shut up, man. Don't burn bread on our team. I'm just, because we've seen it. It's hard for me. our, the way we view life is because of our experiences, right? So mm-hmm. if I've seen this before, what make you think that it it, it won't happen? You know, it's kind of like us married, like, right? You've seen, you've had 40 years or whatever experience of seeing people fail at marriages. Now, I'm not saying that my marriage is going to fail, but I know the things not to do to <laughs> hopefully make it to where our marriage succeeds. Yes. And so now I'm looking at him, and all I see is Cam Newton. Every time I see him run around, put his shoulders down and all that, dude, the last thing I want you, my $40 million quarterback, the last thing I want to see is you getting hit. Mm-hmm. And then he. it's like he runs, and then somebody grabbing his one leg, and somebody got the other, like a wishbone. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And and God bless my – But he does his stretches. Right. And God bless him. You know, I get it. The kid got heart, man. I love it. Love but it. You, you got to know, you got to know that, hey, I can't, I'm too valuable to this city and this organization. I can't play like this. You know, and I, and that goes probably against everything. Because he wants it. He wants to win. I get it. But sometimes you got to protect him from himself.
0: Well, yeah. And he's not a guy who's going to go easy. And as the week goes on, we'll know what that elbow injury looks like. Because we agree, if he's hurt, you know, Case Keenum doesn't take this team to the Super Bowl. I'd
1: rather Barkley.
0: <laughs> I know you would.
1: It is nothing. Case Keenum has shown me nothing to make me feel like this dude going to win game. I'm sorry. I yeah. mean, hope hopefully he proves me wrong. But I, I'd rather Barkley. I've seen Barkley tear Miami ass up. I seen it with my own eyes.
0: Yeah, he also had one of the worst <laughs> games I've ever seen against the Jets.
1: Yeah, but that's why they say you go five hundred with your backup quarterback. Right. <laughs> right. That's true. That's, that's true. What they say so, but it's not going to help that we don't have a running game to help either one of them. So they already behind up, you know, behind the sticks when it comes to that.
0: You know. Yeah. That's that's 100% true, and it did look like they were running the ball better, and that kind of took a step back this past week. But here's my message to Bills fans. It was a frustrating loss, but they're going to be okay. If Josh Allen is healthy, and I'm assuming he's going to be fine, they're going to be all right. They're going to be right there at the end. These hiccups happen every year in the middle of the season. Good teams lose to bad teams. They lose games they shouldn't. Don't lose your mind over this.
1: Well, they're not the Jets is not a bad team. No, but the Bills still should have one. Yeah, we were double-digit favorites. But yeah, I wouldn't like this is not like to me, this is not like last year the Steelers game or uh uh Jacksonville, anything like that. They're good. Mm-hmm. You know, and like you said, it's a division game on the road, you know, and we got some injuries. It, like the, yes, like a division Matt,
0: game on the road with injuries is a losable game for any team.
1: Yeah. If Matt Milano plays, do you think we win? If Jordan Poyer plays, do you think we win? I do. I don't um, think they're going I think we have too many substitutions out there. Like, we got too many subs out there.
0: I don't know that they that they win. Because the issue wasn't the defense. The defense held them to twenty points.
1: Yeah, but they ran the ball down our throats. They They did. They got first downs. To me, the the issue
0: was yes, not getting off the field, but bad turnovers, taking bad sacks.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To to me, the issue was on offense. And if if you could start converting on offense, the defense stays off the field longer.
1: No, that, no, you're right. Can't argue with that one. Nah. Anyway. I got a couple things I want to talk about. Okay. First of all, did you see uh former Buffalo Bill, Frank Wright? Saw that he got fired. He got fired for the Indy, uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yes. Did you hear that? Yes. Okay. Uh, every time I go through toggles, I turn the thing off, but... I go to ESPN and Commercial Plan. I apologize. Um, but, yes, Frank Wright got fired from the Indianapolis Colts uh, yesterday. And Jeff Saturday of ESPN NFL Countdown fame will be the interim. hmm How wonderful, how great is America when you could coach three years of high school football and be an NFL head coach?
0: yeah be brought in over people with coaching experience that are already on the team like John Fox yes, yeah, that's weird, right?
1: like you you never coached like i, I would love, I would pay money I would you know how you pay money to I would pay money to be in there and just see what his meetings are like like you've never done it. you coached high school. Well, okay. Okay, but you are you
0: are not taking into account that he played in the NFL for over a decade. Like th- this dude knows how meetings go. But
1: you never ran it though. Truth. You sat in. <laughs> I'm sat, I I could watch, I can watch the doctor do surgery. That don't mean I can perform. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just I would love to see it. Like, But my thing is, you're a leader of men, though, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying. You're like, you've sat in these meetings. You've been there. But you've never sat on that other side of that table. You never sat on the other side of that desk. So now, like you said, you got guys that's been there that's supposed to listen to a guy that never done it. You know know what I'm saying? I don't know. And he might be, don't get me wrong, maybe he is qualified. Maybe he can do it. I just, I don't know. I would love to see that process. That's all.
0: Well, here's what I think. I think they're going for the full tank. Yeah. And the reason Reich was let go is because he's not into it. Hmm. So they're putting a guy in there. Okay. First of all, Ursay is a maniac. And obviously Saturday is his friend. So he's like, I'm going to hire my friend because this is the type of thing that his father used to do. Right. Anyway, they may be just going into tank mode and he's, Specifically, installing somebody, Ursay is, that isn't going to win games because now he's in it for draft picks.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And so you got to have somebody that's on board with it. Yeah. yeah. That's probably what my Washington Wizards needs to do. Oh, definitely. There's a kid that's coming out. He's supposed to be the Nets' best prospect since LeBron James back in 03. Victor Alamude, some or another, I can't say his name, but he's seven three, shoot threes, dribbles like Steph Curry. Oh yeah, and I'm just like, dude, just just tank, and I'd rather just tank and just try to get him. It's kind of like playing a lottery, which I was going to bring up next. My my wife asked me because I always when it gets. You know, hi, in case you all don't know, y'all yeah, been on a rock a lottery. Uh, Powerball is at $1.9 billion, with a B, billion dollars, right? And so we've been playing it lately. It's like, do you feel like you're just wasting money on it? I'm like, no, because it's fun just thinking about what I would do if I just happened to be the one that hits you. That's worth right. uh, the steak dinner right there to me. I'm only spending $10. And it's so fun just thinking about it. Huh? Do you play it? uh Occasionally, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the drawing was supposed to be last night, but for some reason, uh the news said this morning they didn't do the drawing because someone didn't have uh their numbers in or something. Some state didn't have their numbers in or something, so they didn't do the drawing. So I just oh. hope the fix isn't in because everybody's up in arms, like, what the hell's going on? So. what would you do with $1.9 billion, dude? Can you just, I mean, just real quick. I mean, $1.9 billion, what would you do? Well, I would buy uh, a
0: really cool apartment building that had all these like baller uh, individual apartments. I'd make it really nice. And it would have a bar on the first floor and I would turn that bar into the type of place I've always wanted to hang out in and then invite all of my friends to live for free in the building with me.
1: Oh, that's creative. Yeah, man. So you would tell everybody, everybody would know that you'd be the one to hit the lottery. Oh, I I would, I would keep it a secret. I, I wouldn't
0: necessarily say, but I would just be like, look, I came into some money. This is what I'm doing with it. Move in, rent your place out, you know, r- rent your current home out because I got a place for you to live for free, and it's—I promise you—it's nicer than what you currently
1: have. <laughs> so you give them a little bit, but you wouldn't give them everything.
0: No, I wouldn't give them everything, and right. and then I'd probably become an angel investor in some companies. You know, try to keep my my brain active, and yeah, that's that.
1: Yeah, see, it, it's funny because when, once people know. How much money you got, and this is what we've been laughing about, dude. It's like, okay, if like you and I are friends, right? So if I came into $1.9 billion, I would give you and your wife a million dollars, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure you'll be like, man, that's awesome, man. Thanks. You gave me a million dollars. But once you realize that I had almost $2 billion, you'll be like, man, who gave me this old fucky ass $1 million? <laughs> <laughs> So all of a sudden now, excuse my language. I'm sorry, but now the one million dollars is one million funky ass dollars. Like, why is that? Because you know I got two billion dollars. Yeah. So you're looking at it like, dude, that's all I'm worth to you is one million. <laughs> I mean, I it know. is
0: funny when you look at it that way because <laughs> if you had like five million dollars and you gave me one million, it'd be like, oh my god, that's twenty percent of what you're worth. That's so generous. But now I'm like, wait, you're giving me like a half percent of what you just – get out of here.
1: Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. Once again, man, my best friend was in the league. And it's like, dude, he gave me $100. I'm like, man, I don't want this old funky-ass $100, man. You just <laughs> signed a $20 million contract, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see what you – I live with you. I see what you do with your money, bro. Don't give me a 100 I don't want this old funky $100, man, Whatever.
0: Even you're though like, I stuck it in my pocket. like, you body. got
1: millions. Right. Stop this. <laughs> Even I needed it. Because <laughs> I was in school, man. You know what I'm saying? But, but the other hey, side of it is he doesn't have to give you anything. He ain't got to give you nothing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying that's how people think. When they know how much money you got, then they equate in their mind how much you think they think that you should give them. Well, I or have to tell it's, you. Or it is going to be, man, well, if that was me, I would have gave you this. So that's what you expect to be reciprocated.
0: Anyway, yeah. if you win that, I'm not going to come to you with my hand out.
1: Well, I'll take care of you, man. I'll give you uh, one million funky dollars.
0: Well, I'll take that one million funky dollars, <laughs> and I'll be a happy camper.
1: <laughs> and then, and there's another thing, man. Like we were thinking, like, what would you do for two billion dollars? And so, well, the question we were asking, we always do hypotheticals. And I want to ask you, all the viewers, all right? Would you give up? Like I'd say to the kids, holding hands with your spouse, or if you don't have a spouse, holding hands, in quotation marks, with your girlfriend or your whatever. Would you give up holding hands for the rest of your life for $2 billion? So specifically with your significant other or just celibacy? Thank you. You got to be celibate for $2 billion. And when I say celibate, it's nothing. You can't even do... Do by yourself. Just you can't oh. do anything. How old am I when I win? No, like, right does now? The, it,
0: does today. the equipment work? Huh? Is the equipment still it's, working, or well, am I too I, old for that? Well,
1: no, 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 no. I don't know what. Well, I don't know what your equipment is doing right now. But right now, today, <laughs> and so you're taking you're taking <laughs> away. I
0: definitely don't right want to know what my equipment's doing at this moment.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you're taking away my answer. So go ahead and answer.
0: I, I'm going do. to say that anytime before the age of 60, I'm not taking that deal.
1: And that's what I was getting at. I'm like, dude, I'm knocking on 50. I'm going to borrow time anyway. So most of my friends are already there. So I'm like, you know what? If I could take the money, I'm, I'm cool with it. It was a great ride. Sign <laughs> me up. <laughs> I'm going to borrow time at this point anyway. I'm knocking on 50 next year. You could keep it. Because I'll be looking at my parents. I, see my friends, I look at my parents. I look at them. I'm like, I know they're not kissing, no, you know, holding hands no more. So I'm like, okay, eventually you're going to get there anyway. So I'd rather have $2 billion and just reminisce on the good times I had. Yeah, you hope your parents aren't anymore
0: <laughs> like the rest of us.
1: So I would take the <laughs> money, man. So half my friends said they would, half of them said they wouldn't.
0: Yeah, if I'm like 28 years old, there's just no way.
1: Yeah. No, no. No, no. no. I'm talking about us right now. Ooh, 28. Wrap us up, buddy. All right. Uh, last night, I um, went to Longwood versus Delaware, two teams that are recruiting my daughter. We went to their girls game. And I met Coach Jess Pham. She's an assistant at Longwood. She's a diehard Bills fan. And I tell you, the uh, – Longwood lost by 20 to Delaware and we talked about Buffalo Bills more than we talked about the game. So I told her I shot her out. And she says, if Jordan Porter is listening, you have a fan in Farmville, Virginia. And I'm going to just leave it at that. All, All right, right coach Pham. <laughs> so today's a uh, voting day. Everybody get out, exercise your right to vote, man. Let's keep this country going, dude. And um also Black Panther comes out this week. So if you need something to get your mind off the game on Sunday, go see Black Panther cuz I will along with the kids. So hopefully we can get the Vikings this week. We're going to rebound Bills Mafia. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go Buffalo.